Well, welcome to our 60th anniversary series on First Chair. And you know, when PSIA's seven founders sat down to form the Professional Ski Instructors of America in May 1961 at Big Mountain in Whitefish, Montana, I love the specificity of that. They had one goal, and that was to create a standard of consistency for ski instructors that would help draw new participants to the sport from across the nation. And now six decades later, PSIA AASI teaches everyone how to enjoy more than just alpine skiing, welcoming every snow sports discipline, ability, and person. And each winter, PSIA AASI members embrace the opportunity to create lifelong adventures through education. Today, we cover one of the six most notable teaching benchmarks from the past 60 years, which continue to inform American and international snow sports instructors, and that's the learning connection. And you know, that all led up to me having the opportunity to talk right now with Eric Rolls and Matt Boyd. Eric, Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, George. That was a mouthful, but yeah, thanks, George. It was, and you know, it's a little depressing to know I'm the same age as PSIA, and as each year goes by, I get weaker and more wizened and feeble, and PSIA grows more and more robust. <laughs> I've seen you ski, George. You can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into the learning connection, guys. Um, uh, one, you know, right off the bat, this was PSIA was formed by, as it says, seven founders. And here I am talking with the snowboard coach of the national team and an alpine coach of the national team. Um, as you come together, let's talk about the learning connection and how that brought the two of you here on this show. Uh, Eric, let's start with you. Yes, yeah, so, you know, it makes me think about these the seven founders if they ever realized how big this organization would grow. You know, here we are, just over 30,000 members. And at some point, that eyes membership is hard to scale. You know, and their their vision to draw new participants to the sport seemed to have worked. And now we're trying to make sure that the standards that we uphold for our instructors are consistent. And really, that's that's one of the foundations of the learning connection model is to really categorically lay things out so we can have great teaching with the guests and also to certify and have consistency within the certification process. I mean, if you think about that scale, 30,000, that's pretty big. And then to get all of the, the different regions to align on how we certify, we felt like it, we needed a shift to structure some things a little differently and to really collect all the great information we have out there and categorize it in ways that people develop to become great teachers. So Matt, let's go over the aspects of the learning connection. What exactly is it and why is it important to our instruction? Wow, the learning, well, <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a hard question to answer. I mean, I, I think to those that are aware of what the learning connection model is, it's just another graphic with circles and triangles and, and arrows and such 
um, that, that PSIA and ASI have become famous for. But, but in reality, what it is is an answer to the question, what makes a good instructor? Um, and, I mean, there were a lot of really amazing minds that sat down, and this was in 2000, I think it was 2012 after the St. Anton Interski that, that asked that question, what is a great instructor? And, and that was not an easy question to answer, but the reality is after a lot of time sitting in a room and sitting in many rooms and many years, um, you know, we realized that, you know, first of all, great instructors have got great technical skills. Um, their, their ability to perform the sport is important. Um, and their ability to know the sport from a technical knowledge standpoint. Um, they've got great teaching skills. Those, you know, the ability to convey the message, um, to create learning within the student. And then they've got great people skills. Um, and we adjust our decisions and, and behaviors around what our guest presents to us to, to help use those skills to create a connection. Um, and, and hopefully that connection, why is it important to us? Because it's that connection with the ski instructor or snowboard instructor that sells more lessons, that sells season passes, that sells condos, that sells equipment. Um, you know, we are, we are that, that point of connection to, to driving the industry. Now, you know, you started out by saying, what is a good instructor? The legend is that they held up a picture of you, Matt Boyd, and you, Eric Rolls. Ha! <laughs> I can confirm that. That's true. I cannot confirm that, but, you know, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. No, that's definitely not what happened. So, Eric, how has the learning connection been uh, seen by the other countries' organizations? Is this really seen uh, as was, revolutionary? Yeah, I think it was. It has been really well received. You know, it's simple. It's got you know three main parts uh, with some other adjoining parts, and uh, I think the most fascinating part for a lot of other international organizations is how we separated people skills and teaching skills, and I feel that you know. No one has, out of all the different organizations, you know, internationally that I've interacted with, uh, no one has denied the importance of people skills. Yet no one has separated teaching and people skills like we have. And so that's what sets us apart. And that's what's created such curiosity of what we're doing in the United States. Now, Matt, I'm really trying to save the hard questions for you. Um, <laughs> one thing I really noticed at uh, team training in October, and I loved it, was I'm really seeing that common that uh, one team is really showing itself. Do you feel that the learning connection has contributed to that? I, I totally think it's contributed to that. Um, you know, you go back to the, the start of this and you talk about those seven founders, you know, I mean, those were all skiers. They were, they were not snowboarders in that mix. Um, and now we're 30,000 plus members. Um, you've got adaptive as a discipline. You've got snowboard, cross country, telemark, alpine, um, 
this things have become so much bigger than what they started with. Um, you know, back then it was it was easy to take the different techniques that we had and make one out of the Austrian, the Swiss, the French. You know, they had techniques that they taught, and somewhere along the line, um, we became student centered. And I, I'm, I, I wish you could see me because I've got the air quotes when I, I do that sitting here in my car. Um, but with student centered, all of a sudden it be, became not technique centered, which those seven people were. And, and now we need a way to, to talk about being a good instructor, um, based on an infinite number of students, as opposed to based on one technique and one methodology. Um, and, and when you had all of those disciplines, everybody's moving forward. But for the Alpine team, we might be moving to the Northeast while the snowboard team might be moving forward to the Southwest. And when we're going in different directions, that doesn't help. And that learning connection model really drove us to, to identify, hey, what do we as a nation believe makes a good instructor? Um, and then identifying the fundamentals that go along with that puts us all moving in the same direction. Um, so forward is the same thing for all of us as opposed to all of us moving forward, but in different directions. So I think it's been great for all of the teams and one team in particular. Now, Eric, let's start with you, but Matt, I'd also like for you to have some input on this question as well, but how do you feel the learning connection can help good instructors become great instructors and what is a great instructor eric yeah it's the we've defined it as the balance of those three main skill sets teaching skills people skills and technical skills and one thing that the the learning connection model does is allow educators to give instructors specific feedback and in specific areas of that learning connection model and that specific feedback can be taken back to their home mountain and even with some self you know study uh with the materials we have available they can really focus on a specific category and all the different nuances and intricacies of uh those that subject matter within that category so it allows it allows for a focused uh, development of skills, and it allows people to have to recognize you know where their strengths are, and where they could use uh, some improvement. And I, I think a lot of people they they tend to go to clinics and stuff that's already their strengths, and um, because they like the subject matter, they're really they geek out about it. And when we can give feedback that's uh, categorized, we can encourage them to better themselves as, a, as an instructor in different ways. I like that. I feel like you're saying train your weakness. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of giving feedback on a specific task, let's say, they can get feedback on more skills focused activities so they can they can really focus more on the skills than um the outcome itself which is pretty powerful and it's going to make like matt said you know we want people to be well-rounded to take care of the student no matter what the student wants for a goal 
or what the student brings to that learning environment. We want our instructors to be well-versed so they can be adaptable and they can adapt to the needs of the student. And that really ties to them building skills instead of uh, really specific, focused outputs. Matt, love to hear some input from you. Someone takes a lesson with me and they're like, oh, you know, I got something out of that. Then they go out with you and they're like, oh my God, I've got to come back for more lessons with this guy. Good instructor, great instructor. What do you see as the difference? And how do we make good instructors become great instructors? Well, I, you know, I think Eric just brought up a really good point. Um, you know, up until the learning connection model, um, and I'll speak for, for the PSIA side of PSIA ASI, um, we had a lot of parts of, we had uh, hundreds of parts of what it takes to be a good instructor, um, from the CAT model to Piaget to Blooms to, to, um, being able to do a pivot slip to a white pass turn to um, the 10 foot rule from a people skill side. We just had a bunch of literally hundreds of parts, but those parts, I mean, if you had every one of those parts, if you knew what the cat model was, you knew Piaget, you could do a white pass turn and you, and you, you put your goggles up and you shook people's hand every time you saw them, it still didn't make you a good instructor. Um, and that's where the learning connection model comes in because when you really get down into it and you look at the fundamentals that support each one of those three skill areas that allow you to adjust to what your student needs from a technical aspect, from a, a personal connection aspect, and from a learning aspect, um, it helps you make that connection. And I liken it to when I was in, when I, actually when I was in college, I, I have got an education degree. You know, we had, I had to learn language arts, how to teach math. I had to learn how to teach social sciences, science, um, you know, the whole bag of tricks. And, and to go back to my high school career, I had to learn all of those things. That's what I got taught in high school. But I also had a really good guidance counselor. And that guidance counselor helped me identify my weaknesses, helped me identify my strengths, helped me identify um a path forward for me, um, not just through 11th grade or through my 12th grade year, but into the future, you know, and that's what the learning connection really does for you is it helps provide you a holistic view of where you are in your, your place and space as an instructor and identify a path forward, um, with very clear, very simple ways forward. Now, Eric, how do you see this growing in the future? I, I want you to think back to when this totally started. And uh, maybe, Matt, I, I think this is a question for both of you as well. I'd love for you to, to just have some discussion going here. I'd also like for you to talk about, um, is this really where you envisioned it going? Is it bigger than you thought? Um, things like that. Eric, let's start with you. And Matt, please chime in whenever you feel ready. Well, just to kind of give tie in a little history that, that I'm proud of, and I wasn't part of the creation of it, but the snowboard teaching system uh, originally was teaching skills, riding skills, and service skills. And this was in one of the first manuals. 
it was kind of it was how the manual was i think it was the second manual um that we had in snowboarding and it it broke down the manual on these three topics so it's pretty cool to see where it's come to now you know where service skills is you know when we think about guest service it really ties to the people skills as well so there was a little foreshadowing in there from that original snowboard teaching system which is kind of neat um when we started working on this project i was it was so awesome and matt you probably remember just the intensity of the room we were so everyone was so passionate and we we're really talking about you know what makes up a great instructor what makes you know a new hire instructor that gets requested a lot a better instructor than potentially a cert three that doesn't get requested very much and uh really trying to figure out what the, that separation is with skill sets and um you know teaching that was a no there was no debate over that um technical was so embedded that he there was no debate over that we, we started talking about soft skills and originally we, we did talk about personality and as we know about people's skills it's not about personality but i think we were just grasping for kind of really trying to put our finger on what this what it was that, that people did so well that, that made them great and then that that evolved to just kind of generally calling it people skills and uh there was still some debate that followed that on like what what's more important to have first you know we talked about new people coming in to teach it's like well if, if they come in to a school and they don't have a lot of technical abilities but they're great people then we can teach them how to ski or ride better that's the business we're in but we want great people. I remember talking to Stogard about that and, and, you know, as, as he was hiring some folks um, for the resort he was working for, he's like, I can make them great skiers, but like what's hard to do is make them great people. So I'm going to go with people. And, and so we're talking about like, what's more important. And then really just, it just all settled out with, no, we need an equal balance all three. And that was a really great pushing off point when, uh, when, all three of these skill sets were blended equally. And, and that, you know, I, I, I felt at that moment, this was going to go far and this was a great way to collect and categorize some awesome education that we already had and, uh, where it's going to go. I think, I think we're going to continue to learn too. And we're going to continue to learn from the membership. We're going to continue to, to evolve and, and, we make make some tweaks to the detail, but I'm confident that these categories are are set. They're they're really um, well thought out, and some of the nuances within it and how we examine it will evolve over time, and we'll discover some more things uh, as we go. But I, I really it, and there's obviously more potential to grow beyond this too, um, just like when we think about um, decisions and behaviors and how that how that variable ties into all these skill sets as as Matt alluded to there so I'm excited about the future of this and I think the foundation of what we created is rock solid Matt I I, I, I think you know back to the, the question of is it what I thought it would be I mean I, I that graphic will hate me for this but i'm the one that came up with with the original graphic i still have the the 
different colors, but it looks largely the same as, as the one that's in, in all the magazines and books now of the learning connection model. And the, I think back then I thought, wow, people skills, that's going to rock the world. Um, that's really in, 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 in fact, at Interski, a lot of the, the different nations were like, how the heck are you going to assess people skills? Um, how can you talk to somebody about their personality? How can you, I mean, who, who the heck are you to do that? And, and Eric mentioned this earlier, but, um, it's not about personality. It's about the ability to make a connection. And, and Eric also mentioned that we hire good people. Those are the first person when you're at a job fair and you're a ski school director or snow sports, snowboard school director, um, and somebody walks in and they are able to make a connection with you sitting at that table, you hire them immediately, even without seeing them ski or ride, because to Eric's point, you can teach them to ski or ride. But the reality is if you are very strong in any one of those three skill areas, you're likely to have a certain degree of success. If you're a really, really good snowboarder um, and not a great teacher and maybe don't make the best connections with people, you're going to have people that watch you ride and want to learn from you and can learn just by watching. Um, if you're a great person but not the best snowboarder and not the best teacher, people are going to have fun with you and want to be around you. If you're a really good teacher but not a great rider and not a, not the don't make the best connections. People are going to learn from you. But the reality is um, the thing that changed the most was by separating people and teaching skills, A, it gave people skills um, the space it deserves because it, we all agree that it's so crucial. And now it gives it its own place and its own space. But it also really highlighted the importance of teaching skills because I think in, in the United States, we've hired so many great people um, with amazing people skills that they are able to um, have a, a degree of success without necessarily a great, um, a high degree of teaching skills. Um, and by highlighting people skills, it's highlighted the importance of teaching skills as well. And, and I think it's going to make a more well-rounded instructor um, that's able, again, coming back to the whole point and the name of this thing, able to make better connections with their guests to drive our, our industry forward. Eric, anything to say in conclusion? Well said, Matt. I'm glad this is recorded. And thank you, George, for just... I think that, you know, having recordings of some of the, you know, historical moments is just awesome to, to really just be tracking, you know, our historical footprints along the way. I think it's just great to, to be able to look back. Um, I'd love to be able to look back at some of the words I said and some of the words other people have said and, and, and see where things have come from now. And it's exciting about it. We're going to keep evolving. We're going to keep evolving. You know, our goal is uh, to create lifelong adventures through education and snow sports. And I'm excited to see where we're going to go. And I think we'll continue to, to anchor a lot of our decisions and educational content around that. And uh, I, I think this has been a great shift um, that we've made as an organization with the one team concept, really working together, more brains together, working on common things, we create so much uh, more 
we create so much better things um, when we have diversity and we can we can all put our brains together um, from different points of view to really move things forward in this organization. I'm stoked. I have a real positive outlook for this organization and for snow sports in general and how we're contributing to it. Amen, brother. Thank you very much for the kind words. Appreciate that, Eric. Matt, anything uh, you'd like to say in conclusion? No, I think we're, I, I, Eric just said it, I, we're going in the right direction. Um, you know, our intent is to really improve American snow sports education and, and make us drive the sport. Um, and I think we're, we're well on the path. I'm excited for where we're going. Matt Boyd, Eric Rolls, thank you very much for joining us on our 60th anniversary series on First Chair. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. <laughs>